This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. Well, I came across an article by a runner who explores the idea of whether or not you should share your progress or share your runs on social media. She said she used to do it all the time, but but began feeling icky because of inadequacy when she saw her peers stressing time rather than progress. All that to say, today, the quote we're going to look at is embrace both the joy and challenges of a run aiming to do your best. Well, I think this is a nice sentiment. I guess it kind of comes down to why are you running? I mean, she gets into in the article about how people reach out to her, say, I'd love to run with you, but I'm not fast enough. And I think there is something about that. Nicole and I don't run together because she's slower than me and that's fine. And I generally don't run with my brother because he's faster than me. Um, do you, I don't know. Do you work out like in a, in a traditional way? I mean, I don't know what that means, but I work out is, I mean, do, do you feel comfortable sharing progress that you make? Cause I think it's like a, it's one of the things that I think is good. It's like you're tracking to something and having putting it, it to me, it's the same as saying it out loud that um, you're more likely to continue with it. So I kind of disagree with her take on you shouldn't share your workouts online. I'm curious what you think. Well, I mean, if you're an athlete and you're in athletics, you're naturally a competitive person. So that's what gets you into it. So it, it makes perfect sense that people, athletes share or in competition about how hard they work out. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, I don't consider myself an athlete or to be in athletics, but I, I I'm all for sharing, sharing prior Strava is like the best example of like for running and cycling is you run and it tracks what you do. And one cool aspect I think is you can run a segment, like you can run uh, a stretch, between point A and point B. And that'll be something that you can compare against other people in your neighborhood. It's like, oh, uh, Donovan down the street did it in seven minutes, 48 seconds. Let's see if I can beat that. It took me eight minutes last time. And this competitive uh, aspect that I think helps grow things. And I, I don't know if trying to protect people's feelings or, or saying don't try as hard is the right way to go when you're approaching working out. It's interesting in athletics. Like I mentioned, I feel like it's totally normal in that arena to do, but I just don't know whenever in life we've talked about this before, when it's good to compare yourself to anyone else in anything. Maybe it depends on your personality, but I think for me, it's a, it's a huge motiv motivator. I, I go to a hit class uh, and we kind of rotate through different exercises. And for the most part, I would say I'm, faster and stronger than most people in the class. But there's this one guy in the class who is clearly better than me. And I track to him. Like I push myself harder because I'm comparing myself to him and I get a better workout because of that. At the end of the day, like I'm not going to be sad that he's better than me, but it gives me a benchmark to strive towards. And I think if I only compared myself to myself um, and worked out on my own, I would get less benefit from it. So that's, that's the, advantage i see 
in his article, she talks about running and getting into the flow and sort of losing this idea of posting her times. Mm-hmm. And I've run a little bit in my life. And the idea of just simply kind of not having a song on, not having music, getting into the flow and running and listening to your body and going as hard as it tells you, that's a good zone to be in because you're just with yourself and athletics. And I feel like that's what she's talking about. Just go to where is good for you and that'll make you the best runner you can be. I guess, yeah, if you're running for the joy of running, I don't, my brother's a lunatic and he does that. He doesn't listen to music and he, he can run as much as his body wants him to. I run for the specific reason of better health and cardiovascular and endurance. I don't do it because I love running. And if I, I think most people, if you listen to your bodies, your brain kind of speaks the loudest and is like, it's kind of sucks. Let's stop. Like the hardest part of running is the first couple of minutes and uh, you would stop. And I guess if you're looking at a bigger picture is why I keep going. And I, I don't think most people run because they like running. I think most people do it for a specific effect. But it doesn't really matter why you do it, right? I mean, if you run because you're trying to pace yourself against other people, or if you're running to please yourself, it really doesn't matter. In this article, she says anxiety is often associated with needing to meet expectations. So it's like everything in life, right? If we're posting on the internet to meet someone else's needs, that's the wrong reason to do it. If you're running to meet a certain time because you want to be like everybody else, that's not the reason to do it. The reason to do it is, like you said, be healthy, but to please yourself and get in touch with your body. Yeah, I guess it it does depend the reason you're actually posting anything to social media. I guess like anything, it's the intent behind it. But I don't think because someone might not be able to um, someone might feel sad because you posted a good time. Like, I don't think there's a reason not to post. And maybe at the end of the day for her, she doesn't care if people, she doesn't need to brag about her times. And so she's like, I'm not going to do it. But for me, it's, I don't think because someone's like, well, I can't run a seven minute mile. That sucks. I'm not going to run at all. I think uh, it just kind of, it depends on your personal journey. She says in this thing, it went both ways for her posting times. She said when she would post her times, people would say like, oh, I can't go running with you. Mm -hmm. I can't keep up. And she would say, oh, you're too slow. So it went both ways. Whether you post, you're going to get it because you're too fast or you're too slow, which I thought was interesting. No matter what you do, you're going to be in the wrong, according to her, by posting your time. Yeah, I don't don't know if. Yeah, I don't think you're in the wrong doing it, but it it is no matter what, there's going to be. Uh, an opposition to whatever you're doing. Uh, And no matter what you do also for my personality or just the way I work out, there's always going to be someone faster, stronger, quicker than me. So there's always something to achieve to. And for me personally, comparing myself against myself is less motivating than striving to something that I don't have yet. Yeah, I read this article in the New York Times that kind of lines up what she's talking about. When you when you release the anxiety, the reason she was saying she was getting rid of posting her times, she actually ran faster when she got rid of this idea of running for time. And it was and they kind of go into the scientific reasons because your body just relaxed and she was able to relax and get into the zone better because she wasn't worried about the time. When coming back to this idea of anxiety, not meeting an expectation. Yeah, I, I definitely can see that that. I don't think it applies to wherever I am in my working out uh, process. I, for some reason, have this 
I don't want to run slower than a certain pace. And I'm more willing to push through discomfort to achieve this uh, milestone that I set for myself versus um, not worrying about it. If I don't worry about it, I'm going to be slower when I run. So I push harder. I guess the theme that comes up in this show often and often, it just kind of depends on what your personality is and how you want to approach it. And for me, I rather compare myself and strive to something than look within. Maybe I need to look at that. Yeah. And I say, like, honestly, I just don't know if there's ever a good reason to ever compare yourself to anyone. Cause I was, I read this article about uh, Jonah Hill was in the, I have, I'm the last person that owns a subscription to an actual magazine. Vanity Fair, Jonah Hill's in this article, and he's saying he met his neighbor, who was this 85-year-old dude who was super zen, and his only advice was to him was, like, never compare yourself. And I was thinking, like, if you could just go through life and never compare yourself to anyone else, you would be completely who you are. And so I was like, oh, that's a great idea. Only when I, I only get sad when I go, like, oh, I don't have that, or I don't have this. If you just go, like, I'm in my own zone, then I'm in my own zone. I agree with that sentiment in general. I think there's one caveat that like, if you don't look around, like you won't even know what possibilities are. And so I agree with that 99%, but wanted to give that little tidbit. (laughs) 99%. 99% invisible. Well, if you want to go to a foot race, please reach out. You can find us at repost the podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Andrew for beer mile. Larry. Thanks for stopping by. (laughs) 